0: In the ETF world, the selection and inclusion of individual companies within a fund's portfolio can be an intriguing and honorable process. One such example that captivated the financial world was Ford Mortar Company's qualification for inclusion in the Schwab, US Dividend Equity ETF or SCHD. How could what was perceived as such a low quality company make it into such a prestigious ETF? Well folks, after some sleepless nights, I finally figured out how Ford made it into SCHD. The sleepless nights, by the way, had nothing to do with the research. I was able to figure that out in a fairly short amount of time. Now before we get into Ford's credentials, let's talk about how Ford is getting some unnecessary hate. You have to put some respect on Ford's name. Ford Mortar Company is an iconic American automaker with a rich history that has weathered its fair share of challenges throughout its existence. As the automotive industry underwent significant transformations, Ford demonstrated a steadfast commitment to adapt and thrive. Recognizing the company's remarkable ability to generate consistent dividends, SCHD fund managers who now control an ever-growing $49 billion in assets under management, decided to include it in its dividend ETF. Well, not exactly, because you see, SCHD is passively managed, meaning they're just tracking an index, the Dow Jones U.S. Dividend 100 Index. So really, whatever S&P Global decides to put in the index, SCHD has to follow suit, and you, the investor, now have exposure to it. And the index has plenty of pros for investors and has made many rich people since their inception in 2011. It's a chance to get income, but also a chance to get exposure to the equity markets. And luckily, the good old folks at S&P Global, they do all the work for us screening the stocks, and we get a basket of 100 high-yielding dividend stocks that have a record of consistently paying dividends and are selected for their strong financials. They emphasize companies with a strong track record of consistent dividend payouts but also quality dividend yields such as paying dividends at a minimum of 10 consecutive years and looking at other metrics that any investor would look at when buying a company such as their debt ratios return on equity dividends and five-year dividend growth rate the screener also includes liquidity requirements and trading volume requirements this is to ensure that penny stocks and distressed companies don't just accidentally end up in the portfolio. The index even makes sure we're diversified in different sectors, with no sector being allowed to be more than 15%, and no single stock is able to be more than 4% of the index. You're getting such a powerful product here that automatically rebalances each quarter for weighting consistencies, and annually the index gets reconstructed with new companies to always ensure that they are picking the best companies for you. So SCHD is always evolving. The SCHD of 2023 is different than the SCHD of 2022, and will be different than the SCHD of 2024. Is this the best way to pick stocks? I don't know about that, but I'm liking their current holdings. Will it beat the market? I don't know, but it's done a good job historically, but it has also lagged the overall market at times. Will some questionable stocks somehow pass through their screener? Yes, it's not foolproof, but I really love that it's passively and not actively managed. It keeps the fees cheap, and it keeps the emotion out of it. All right, so now the question you care about. How did Ford make it into this fund if it cut its dividend during C-19? Doesn't the index require you to have 10 consecutive years of increasing dividends? No, actually it does not. Read the language very carefully. It just states that a company must have at minimum 10 consecutive years of dividend payments. Nowhere does it say that they necessarily have to be increasing to qualify. Ford technically paid a dividend at the start of 2020, right before C-19 got leaked, I mean, uh, transmitted, (laughs) and then they started paying dividends again at the end of 2021. Therefore, it technically kept its streak of paying a dividend each year alive, even though it went almost two years without paying a dividend. Ford has paid dividends every year since at least 2000. Its dividends have been very spotty and they've been slashed or suspended multiple times. The amount it's paying in dividends today is actually the same amount it paid out during a quarter in 2001. The index uses a five-year dividend growth rate as one of the characteristics used to screen stocks. Unfortunately, I think based on the way the index calculates the five-year growth rate, since Ford resumed paying quarterly dividends in 2022, it's counting the years that Ford barely paid a dividend in 2021 and 2020 as an increase in dividend growth. So it's actually kind of giving the illusion that there was dividend growth with this company, when in reality that really wasn't the case. Now Ford only represents a 1.78% weighting in SCHD. If it had a good day or a bad day, you wouldn't even be able to tell because it's so insignificant. Some people in my comments have been acting like the fund is eternally doomed because Ford snuck in there. They won't be able to sleep well at night, because they're thinking about that 1.78% exposure to Ford. Guys and girls, relax. Ford isn't as bad of a company as you think it is. Its consensus price target is actually 7% higher than today's prices. It has a low payout ratio. It has a high dividend yield. There's lots of optimism about the company's new EV models. I really just don't get this hate for Ford, like they didn't return a shopping cart after using it. Because if they didn't do that, then I would totally get it. Now, SCHD also has exposure to 3M, a company that I'm a hundred times more concerned about than Ford, yet I never hear people crying about this fund. At the end of the day, I know the index has metrics in place, and I need to be comfortable with them if I'm going to be a long-term holder of SCHD. If a company was truly awful, it either wouldn't make the index to begin with, or it would get reshuffled out during the annual reconstruction. I've also seen some people say the SCHD fund managers should start making some vetoes on the index picks. And to that, I say hell no. I want SCHD to be as passively managed as possible. I don't want them to start actively managing it and putting their emotions and expectations into the fund. Studies have shown in the long run that 99% of people cannot actively beat a passively managed index fund yet everybody always thinks they're in that 1%. I'm just going to continue to gobble, gobble, gobble more shares of SCHD. The only thing that I think is better than investing in SCHD is an HSA. Find out all about an HSA right here. Hitting that like button really helps out a small-time YouTuber. I'd love to hear how many shares of SCHD you own in the comments below. My videos are always found in podcast form under the Collect Cash podcast name. I heard you hate it when I call SCHD skid. Well, skid, skiddy, skid.